Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. We're in Acts chapter 19, and mass repentance has just taken place in the city of Ephesus. People have confessed and they've repented of their sin. They've put away their witchcraft. About 50,000 pieces of silver worth of repentance has just taken place. Now watch this. Don't miss this last part. I I want you walking away from today with truth. A large portion of believers repent and they begin to take their walk with Christ very seriously. Does it get all rosy after that? Is there comfort and ease and happy days that follow? Well, no. In fact, it seems like all hell breaks loose. And when we get to the end of the story, the conflict still isn't really resolved. So what are we to take from all of this? Well, let's look in Acts chapter 19. It says, About that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. For a man named Demetrius... A silversmith who made silver shrines of Artemis brought no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen in similar trades, and he said, Men, you know that from this business we have our wealth, and you see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a great many people, saying that gods made with hands are not gods. And there's danger, not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may even be deposed from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship. And when they heard this, they were enraged and were crying out, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! So the city was filled with the confusion, and They rushed together into the theater, dragging with them Gaius and Aristarchus, Macedonians who were Paul's companions in travel. Well, what do you think we are to make from all of this disturbance? When we repent and when we deepen that relationship with Christ, we continue on that path by resting in Him or remaining in Him. But that doesn't mean our days become filled with luxury. In fact, it usually means that the target on our backs gets bigger. And the reason is, worldviews begin to collide. Demetrius's worldview, which its main concern was money, collided with the believer's worldview of holiness. So what do we do? Have you ever heard of athletes talking about being in the zone When a golfer is in the zone, they'll say things like, the cup is the size of a basket. Or when a batter is in the zone, they may say that it seems like the pitcher is throwing a beach ball up to the plate. When a quarterback is in the zone, their receivers look like giants that they just can't miss. Well, God has a zone for his disciples. It's the realm of operating that he wants us in. And when an athlete is in the zone, it doesn't mean that there are no defenders trying to stop them or tackle them or strike them out. Resting in Christ, being in that spiritual zone, doesn't mean that there are no problems in life or struggles or difficulties or challenges. But it does mean that challenges are no longer dictating the outcome. He is calling us to walk in the fullness of the gospel that he has provided for us in Jesus Christ. He's calling us to take serious our lives with him. And he's calling us to this day by day, moment by moment. 
when you pray today, please remember Reina, Costa, El Haj, and family, our missionaries in Lebanon. Also remember the Wari Wari Life Word broadcast in the Philippines. Thank you.